bandwidth for this episode of Priority One is brought to you by Geek Nation Tours. Visit www.geeknationtours.com to book your next shore leave. Command codes verified. Priority one message from Starfleet coming in on secure channel. Welcome to episode 91 of Priority One, recorded on Thursday, July 26, 2012, and hosted on our brand new PriorityOnePodcast.com. I'm Adrian. I'm James. And I'm Elliot. Woohoo! Elliot! Everybody uh, wish uh, Elijah luck. He won't be joining us this week. He has a uh, audition for a part, so wish him luck. I hope he breaks a leg, literally. And, uh... Aww, <laughs> horrible. <laughs> we love uh, you, Elliot. Much uh, luck. You Elijah. need Elijah. <laughs> yep. I am always screwing up the E's. <laughs> you guys, seriously. <laughs> no, you, you too, Elliot. Good luck with your... With your... You guys Thank are you. like twins, honestly. You're like, you're like, you know, Arnold right. Schwarzenegger, I'm, Danny DeVito twins, I'm, but you're twins. I'm a, two, I'm a 280 pound Scandinavian, over six feet, and he's a Cuban. Right. Uh, <laughs> you guys look exactly alike. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Seriously, no. But if I was a robot, I would be glitching right now, going L L L L. Yeah. L yeah. So, uh, what do we have in store for this week's episode, James? Well, let's see here. In this episode's Blink of the Week, we spotlight some Stow Starship gems. We find out what happens this week in Trek and what captains can expect from the Star Trek online calendar. In Stow News, we cover the Season 6 Devlog 16 fleet ships. We also cover Devlog 17 combat EV suits, awesome sauce, and Devlog 18 fleet special project we, we like to call uh, Operation Decoration. So... <laughs> Lastly, before wrapping up, we'll review incoming transmissions from you, our listeners. But before we get on with the show, uh, let's get through some housekeeping, housekeeping. I hope you iTunes listeners have updated your RSS feeds. Now that we've moved to our own site, you won't be getting the latest episodes. Not unless you subscribe to feeds.feedburner.com slash trekitout slash priority one. Also, be sure to submit all your questions and comments through our new PriorityOnePodcast.com website. We're no longer using the old Quantum Cafe email and website for submissions, so be sure to send them instead to incoming at PriorityOnePodcast.com or use our handy submission form on our website, www.PriorityOnePodcast.com. No, no, there's no more housekeeping, no. <laughs> it's creepy. <laughs> Elliot, what else is happening? Special news and notes. For the week of the 5th, Priority One will not be recording an episode for publication. We will instead be using that time to prepare for the Star Trek Las Vegas convention. We will, however, be posting our next episode of Trek It Out this week. So if you just gotta have your fix, fear not, 
Tune in Friday, August 3rd for an interview you won't soon forget with none other than one of Trek's most notable figures, Walter Koenig. That's Commander right. Chekhov himself. Pavel Chekhov, people. Yes. Ah. It's wonderful to have Walter on our show. We are very yeah, lucky to get him. Absolutely. And, uh, yes, this is, we're very much looking forward to it. Flail. <laughs> yep. I like it. All right. Also, don't forget your tickets for the upcoming Star Trek convention in Las Vegas. Priority One Podcast will be there representing, and it will be a blast. Please join us. We're also co-hosting an awesome Hanging with the Devs event. So if you feel like joining us and the devs for a night, having some uh, some drinks and some chow and uh, shooting, the, shooting the chit, join us. <laughs> I said chit. I didn't say the other. Mm-hmm, it's, mm-hmm. it's legit. It's legit. <laughs> too legit no, no, i'm not even gonna do it I'm not even gonna do it i stopped myself did you see that yeah shoot the sh- <laughs> you could say shooting the ship right yeah, yeah you no, can say absolutely. that yeah. 100%. 100%. all right what do we set of course for this episode's blank of the week on screen on screen on screen i don't know it's the blank of the week and welcome to this episode's blank of the week for this episode's blank of the week we are going to talk a little about the love the joy the passion that is starships oh i just i love this subject all right with all the excitement over the epic quality fleet ships introduced in season six we thought it was worth mentioning that there are a few gems in the current catalog of stowe starships okay so specifically we really want to talk about the galaxy x cruiser this is a ship that if if handled right with with the superior build good consoles those types of things i mean this can be a really awesome ship i know i know i know i hear you people already i can hear you even though i can't hear you you're like it turns like a battleship that's because it is a battleship but it's a little bit miserable but don't don't sweat that so anyway uh you know it can compete with with a lot of different classes a lot of different setups it's a phenomenal ship and and now you know We've got some great builds coming in. One particular, one build in particular stands out uh, for the X. Many of you are probably familiar with it, but I bet there are many who are not. So, the and I hope I say this right, the Hakashian Dreadnought is one of the most deadly builds for the Galaxy X. I'm I'm assuming that that name comes from the person who made this build. Uh, it's the build... actually it's uh, I'll, I'll interrupt there if you sure you can slide this in. It's the uh... I don't know about the pronunciation. I'm going to guess it's Hakaishin. It's Japanese. Ah, okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, I th- it means something like destroyer. Um, mm. I think it's actually in the thread here. You go ahead. I'll I'll spit it out if I uh, find it. Sure. The builds are posted over at the Stowe forums by Hakaishin Legion. The post is lengthy, but uh, you know, in the research that when you read it, you'll see that it covers various weapons, schemes, characters, builds, equipment. Uh, you know, soups, nuts, noodles, everything that you can throw in the in the pot and cook it up. Uh, everything you need to know is there to drive your uh, Galaxy X into victory in PvP or PvE. So get over there and check it out if you're a Galaxy X fan and you want to you want to soup that bad boy up and just really make it hot stuff. Um, in, included are uh, numerous links to videos of the build in action, a link to the build itself, and tons of advice on how to properly approach numerous situations with your new build. Uh, a word of warning, though. The post is very tactical captain focused, so keep that in mind if you're an engineering or science captain. While there is a ton of good information there for engineering and science captains, most examples 
are from a tactical point of view. So keep that in mind. If you have a Galaxy X getting rusty in the fleet yard and you're not quite ready to pick up a new fancy fleet ship, or if you've been considering picking one up, then head on over and check out the Hakashian Dreadnought. It might just change your game. Why don't we head over to and uh, why don't we head over and see what's happening this week in Trek? And this week in Trek, we have one amazing thing that happened. And it's so amazing that I'm going to add extra sentences to the beginning of it and extra sentences to the end of it. Saturday, Saturday, Saturday. Monster Trucks. Uh, 2007, J.J. Abrams announced that Leonard Nimoy and Zachary Quinto will portray Spock in Star Trek. That happened. It totally happened, and it was amazing. So there we go. This week in Trek, and here are the sentences that come at the end. Woohoo! Moving in to Stow News. Zoom. That's right, people. The cost of admission covers the whole seat, but you'll only need the edge. <laughs> the edge. The edge. <laughs> Computer status report. Status. Incoming message. I'm only in the mood for good news today. And welcome to Stow News. We're going to cover Season 6, Devlog number 16. Last week, Stow lead designer Al Rivera posted an extremely thorough breakdown of all the new fleet ships currently in-game and what it will take to acquire them, step by step. The Devlog is very thorough. It begins by defining the terms used in it later on. What's the difference between a refit, a retrofit, and how does a fleet ship moniker change that? It also covers in great detail how we are to earn them. Speaking from, uh, you know, uh, going out, we have to get our fleets A to build our our our, uh, our space docks up, and yeah. so you have to get it up to, you know, I th well, level one gives you a certain amount of ships. Level two, each each time you unlock certain ships. But I think the ships that everybody really wants, the tier five ones and up and stuff like that, a lot of those really start pretty much at, at tier three. Uh, for getting your uh, your star base up to that level where you have a, a, a tier three uh, a tactical, which gives you your tier three space dock. So then once you have that done and built, then you have to go out and do provision missions. So you have to do star starship, fleet ship, provision missions. There's two different kinds. There's provision missions, one which gives you some extra points, and then there's basic provisioning, which just gives you basically uh, ship provisions. So once you have enough provisions in your bank, then you can go over. Uh, so you've reached the correct tier for the ship you want. You've got the provisions. Then you can go over to your fleet, your ship stores. You can go in there, and there will be a cost attached to it, a certain amount of dilithium and or uh, credits. And also you may or may not, depending on if there is a sea store variant, may have to buy some ship modules. If you have not bought uh, a ship, say like the Defiant Retrofit, okay, which is I think is called the tactical retrofit or something like that a tactical escort retrofit anyway if you have not bought the sea store version you will have to buy four of these modules which is pretty much equivalent to the price of buying the ship uh, then you can put that ship together with your fleet ship and get the extra console uh, if you already own the ship so for those of us who already bought the sea uh, store version um, you can then only have to buy one module so you'll just go into the ship thing, you'll, you'll pay your dilithium, you'll have your one module, you'll have your provision, and you can just put it all together, and boom, it's going to spit out a fleet ship to you, and you're going to be like, oh my god, it's awesome. At least that's, that's what I would do anyhow. So uh, possibly the most useful feature of the blog is a complete and clearly charted breakdown of what is available and when from the Klingon and Federation fleet yards. 
So make sure and get, get over to this post, read that, see the breakdown so you know what you need to work up to, how much uh, uh, energy credits you need to have, the fleet marks, don't forget the fleet, oh gosh, I almost forgot the fleet marks that you need to <clears throat> to buy them, um, all those types of things. You've got to know about those. It's just a ton of stuff. So this chart really breaks it down and makes it easy. Um, so get over there and check it out. I don't know about you, but uh, digging into that uh, info, uh, you know, out of the UI is no easy task. So this is a great way to just, you know, plan your Armada out. It's, it's just a nice feature. Uh, once again, great work, Mr. Rivera. Stop by the Stowe main page and have a look for yourself. The links will be in our show notes. All right, we got season six dev blog number seventeen. These are the combat EV suits. Uh, there's uh, you know some some good and bad discussion going on in them. Combat EV suits are awesome. Uh, how they're being handled as far as the uh, purchase aspect is what is currently on debate. Um, well, how often have we all looked at the base commander on Nukara and thought, why can't I have an awesome TNG EV suit? How come I have to look like a Riemann miner on a bad day? Mm -hmm. Well. Good news and bad news, folks. I know, it's true. <laughs> you, too, can own one of these epic suits. The bad news is it's going to cost you 700 zen per character. Gah. Way so that's yeah, Per character, I know. And so everybody was yeah. like, we need an account-wide thing for this, some type of discount, you know, bulk, bulk if, purchase. If, if you're going to pay that much, it should be account-wide. If you're going to pay per character, it should be mm -hmm. less, something more like four or 500 Mm, yeah, even oh, I think it's still a little high, but because it, it's just it's an EV suit, you know. Well, if it was I mean, four hundred, cool. if it was four hundred, then you're stipend and cover it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So then mm -hmm. that then that's mm -hmm. not so bad per character. So because you could earn your stipend each month and buy each each month buy your character a suit. I'd I'd mm -hmm. rather see it more along the lines of like twelve hundred or or uh, and and then have it be wait for it and then and then have it be an account wide on right right okay. yeah no I, yeah. I know what you were getting at uh, yeah right yeah. you're willing um, to pay 60 dollars i get it just see the chat room going up with rage i get <laughs> but yes i i just think that it's it's too much for an ev suit even though it's really cool i mean and i'll i'll, I'll go into this i guess here uh taking a closer look at the suits we can see what um what's the big deal about this well, Matt Hyacin, who's the lead character artist for Star Trek Online, uh, he wrote up something that said, right when we added environmental suit areas to Stowe, first introduced with the DS9 spacewalk during the Dominion featured episode series, which was really cool, I knew we had to make the suits from first contact. They're a favorite amongst both the dev team and the fans, and it's as much fun to hang out in your starbase wearing one as it is to combat the Tholians or go on a Dilithium mining expedition. We also wanted Klingon players to be able to enjoy the EV suit party. So we created new EV suits that look distinctively Klingon and feel like something that would be designed by the Empire around the same time period as the Starfleet EV suits from First Contact. Both the Federation and Klingon EV suits are very rare items and have enough upgraded capabilities to make any officer or warrior proud to wear one. Um, and then we have a list here of the basic stats for the KDF and Fed suits. So they come with environmental protection, reaction thrusters, and then there's the 30.5 physical damage resistance, 30.5 kinetic damage resistance, 5% energy damage, 5.1 energy damage resistance, 15.2 radiation damage resistance, 30.5 energy damage resistance, and the same for radiation damage resistance, uh, and the same for toxic damage resistance, 15.2 fire damage resistance and 15.2 cold resistance. So it's it's got a lot of cool stuff, um, but I still think it's 
the price is too high for that. I mean, it's it's not sh that far away from most armor, really good armor I've seen. Right. Um, but it is it's a perk to have the EV suit. You know, for a lot of people, it's an aesthetic thing. Um, so it helps. I mean, you throw it on, it it looks fun. It's you know, it it's it's awesome. Well, but, he, 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 here's here's what I'll say. I'll make I'll make a deal with Cryptic because I love making deals with him. Just like Al Rivera, I made a deal with him that if he fixed the hull on the Armitage, I'd buy one. And I did. I kept my word when he fixed it. So <laughs> I'll make another deal with you, Cryptic. I'll buy it at 700. Okay, I will. If you'll give me a mission where I can walk on the surface of my starbase in that thing. I don't care if it's a combat mission or repair mission or whatever. If I can walk outside on the surface of my starbase, my fleet starbase, wearing that suit, I'll pay 700 for that. Because that would be awesome. I'm I'm a little bit of a closed horse when it comes to Stow anyway. And, you know, I mean, I've got pretty much every costume you can possibly have. And, uh, you know, I like that. I enjoy that part of the gameplay. But, you know, I don't recall any single character unlocks. Uh any single character things every time i bought one it was i mean am i forgetting one i don't think so i think i think that they were all uh account wide and you know 500 i want to say they were 500 cryptic points c points or atari tokens or whatever so you know 700 is a little bit of an increase even though even after the conversion to zen but uh but yeah for one character it's just no i just i God, it just destroys well, me. Now, granted, they did work because they have different looks depending on your faction. So there's, you know, artists mm -hmm. involved and, and extra true. coding involved to make it fit. And there's always extra work they have to do for costumes or anything that, that visually changes about your character because um, every character has a different size, a different shape to it, and there can easily be visual glitches that happen if they don't um, match it up right. So, you know, I, I totally consider the work that went into this. The price, um, mm, it's, I think it's too high. I, I'm hoping that they do something more towards the bulk, you know, account-wide uh, discount and the suits applicable to all. That would be cool. Um, uh, it's, yeah, as of now, I, it's not so, like, whoa, like uh, some ships can be. Um, you, know, you know, I got to wonder, price. would we be having, if, if they put them out there for 1200 or 1500 or even 1000 uh, as an account-wide unlock, would we then be talking about, oh, my God, a thousand cryptic points for a costume? Probably. That, I would. Yeah. <laughs> I would. But Even it's special. Right. I would. I, it's special, and it's always nice to get different costumes and things. You don't have to do it. Well, and it goes back to this, okay? How do the stats compare to what you can get in-game for free or just by playing, you know, achieving whatever unlocks, you know, very rare suits on, on the Tholian missions or whatever, okay? How does it compare to that for the money? You know what I mean? If I'm going to pay real money, especially that much real money... A, it better be account-wide, and B, the stats better be way better than anything I can get in-game, period. When the stats aren't way better than anything I can get in-game, in okay, and, and when it's only for a single character, I'm not going to buy that. You yeah. know what I mean? Unless, I said, like I said, you have something so awesome I can do with it that it just I have to have it to go do that, like walking on the surface of my fleet starbase or something, So, yeah. which doesn't exist right now. Well, so, and that's uh, what I'm trying to say is that I think it's overpriced for what it is. And, and I'm basing this off the stats as well as uh, just, you know, it's only one character and it's it's very useful for ground missions. But I don't see that big of a difference between what I, the current stats are for it and some of the best armor that I already have. This this is what we call in show business a glamour pet. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes, yeah, for sure. Yeah. If you're just mm -hmm. feeling like Paris Hilton and you want to have that shiny little chihuahua on your arm, this is the way to go. 
Well, I tell you, I'm I'm definitely gonna buy one, but uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna earn my points by answering those ridiculous surveys, uh, yeah. you know, rather than rather than cough up U.S. dollars for it because that's <laughs> you can you can I gotta say you can rack up a lot of those things fast. I had like 900 before I even over my lunch break, you know, oh, I, okay, yeah. a couple days lunch break. That's pretty but, good. Uh, but well, yeah, no, it racked up pretty good. And then and then because I didn't have to work for them or pay for them with real money, guess what I did? What'd you do? I bought a sh- uh, <clears throat> a crap load of those uh, 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 freighter lockboxes. A ship load. The a ship load of <laughs> the uh, the what what the heck are they called? The, Lock the reinfor- No, no reinforcement packs. <laughs> oh, reinforcement packs. Yeah, yeah. I bought I, I bought as yeah I bought as many of those as I could, and uh, I didn't really get a whole lot out of it. I mean, it was okay. It was I, I wasn't upset. I, I got some great doffs, a lot of which I uh, gave to the fleet, and okay. you know, a few purples and some consumables. But, but you know, God, I have the worst luck with those things. I really do. No, no. Here's here's the deal with the EV suit. There's um, there is a benefit that you can. Um, this item is a character unlock that can be traded or sold on the exchange. So. <laughs> So we should note that. We should definitely note that, yes, this is a character unlock. Um, for uh, other things, you don't have to just keep it. Uh, some people say that it's not really worth that, though, what you get back on the exchange from selling it. And if it once it's bound to you, and I assume this you're is a bound done, thing, am yeah. I right? You know, I then you're done. Yeah. You can't even trade it to your other character. So you, it's just, that's it. You know, you, you buy it to sell it for something that you hope will bring you, uh, you know, enough energy credits. I was going to say, who needs EC that much? Right. Yeah. For, for 700, for oh, 700 zen, for how yeah. many, you know, energy credits, right. that's up to the player to decide if it's worth it. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, it, that's, it's not a huge bonus, but it, it's, you know, it's nice to know you could trade it or sell it if you got it. But again, once bound, that's it. You couldn't do anything else with it. Mm-hmm. Eh. Let's move on. Elliot? Fair enough. Uh, season 6, dev blog number 18. Lastly in Stone News, we have dev blog 18, which covers the new Fleet Starbase special project. Flowers! <laughs> lots and lots of flowers. Pretty, pretty flowers. Um, okay, okay. Uh, there is more to it than that. Uh, the project will bring some much-needed life to the interior of our fleet starbases. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but it does seem a little empty in there. I mean, you walk in, and and it's cool, like the newness of it all, and the the you know now that we've got the the blast co- blast shields off, and you can see the stars, you know, which I still think would be nice if there was like a, a sun off in the distance, and you know maybe a ship orbiting or something like that. That would be extra awesome. They need a singing telegram to drop off the flowers. Serious. A, a singing Ferengi <laughs> telegram. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's okay. So Je- Jesse Heinig, game developer for Star Trek Online, writes: Our second special feature is interior designer. While star bases are made for battle and fleet support, there are also places where crew members will work and live for months or years at a time. Naturally, your crew will be more satisfied and productive if their surroundings provide an uplifting mood that reflects their commitment to exploration and harmonious aesthetics for the Federation. Or the warrior ethos for uh, the celebration of historic victories for Klingons. Upon completion of this uh, Starbase fleet special project, decorations will be added to your Starbase's interior. Plants, consoles, and panels will be made available for Federation Starbases. And statues and a very special symbol will be made available for Klingon Starbases. 
This special project will be available around 10 a.m. Pacific Daylight Time on July 26, 2012, until around 10 a.m. PDT on August 9, 2012. So no word yet on whether the items will populate into like preset locations or if they're movable by the player. Do you guys have any idea about that? Mm, uh, I want to jump on that, though, and, and see what I can contribute to the, that project because mm-hmm. I'd like to see what it looks like. Well, I haven't have, seen. We have some of our fleeties in there. Mr. Dang, do we have, uh, do we have that project all sewn up, the flowers thing, or uh, are we working it's on it? designer. <laughs> So we're going to be growing on our fleet base. It's done. Apparently, apparently it's done already. It's done? Yep. Our fleet, so, ta- our fleet takes it, care of business. I know. Oh, yeah. I know. It's fast. So, Dan, can you can you move those things around, or do you just say, yes, I want them, and poof, they show up? Hmm. It's He said set places. Okay. So. Right. Hmm. That's Because I don't know. Did you, you, did you either of you guys play uh, Star Wars Galaxies? Nope. Or Dark Age of uh, Camelot? I, I tell you, both, I mean, like, Many many hours were spent playing uh, Barbie Dreamhouse because they they both had uh, uh, really phenomenal housing uh, systems where I mean you could you could literally take something out of your pack like a a, a spanner wrench right and hang it on the wall. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's seriously pretty cool. So I mean, there's a lot to do there. So you you know you'd have houses for storage, houses for decoration, houses for entertaining, houses for the guild. Anyway, long okay. story short. Okay, the, all I care about right now, okay, for these special decoration <laughs> projects is mm-hmm. the Fleet Admiral's office, okay, which is yet yeah. to be released. We were told that it's going to be one of those special projects, but as a fleet leader, I want my damn chair. Now, what are you doing in the meantime? Are you working out of the med lab? Or I've been the... working out of the, the office that's down in Tactical. Yeah, okay, well, fair enough. Yeah. So this is like going way off track, but kind of on the no, it is on the same subject. But, like, what about a movie theater within your star base? Like, you walk in and it's playing an episode of TNG. They Woo-hoo! call those holodecks. We have one. <laughs> That's true. But wouldn't you think, I mean, we still go We still go to, like, you know, theater performances. It won't happen. Live theater performances, you know. Well, you can still do Even it. though yeah, we have a holodeck. Be, you could know. walk in and it could be, like, a stage performance of Shakespeare with some of oh, your, your crew members. <laughs> your bridge officers yeah. on stage doing Hamlet. Well, they always talk about <laughs> sending them away to do, like, operas or, or um, you know, entertainment-type uh, missions with your dofs and things. So, like, oh, what if you get to watch some of them? That'd be cool. Uh, no, in the far they future. A, they do have a dof mission where you can have your dofs put on an episode of Hamlet. Yeah, see, like, it would be great to see it. That, so that be they don't show anything, projects. it's just a doc mission, but they, they yeah. do have that. That should totally <laughs> be one of the special fleet projects. The, the, your, your, your boffs, though, not your doffs, because you, you recognize their faces. Who knows what their doff looks like? Right. I, right. I, I want That's... a mission where you go into the holodeck, and it's all like Dixon Hill 1920s or something, and you have <laughs> to like solve a mystery on the holodeck. Yeah. Like 1920s surroundings and clothes. That would be awesome. Oh my God! Sign me up. I know, yeah. right? Thank you. Okay. Yeah. Well, well, and Mad Wolf says, you know, get the target practice from the the TNG. You know, yeah, like maybe sweet. a yeah, worst exactly. moments of uh, killing, you know, time or blowing yeah, off wor- steam. calisthenic workout program. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Stuff like that. You know, yep. that would be fantastic. Well, that this would, wraps up yeah. Snow News. Why don't we head on over and see what we've got in last week's feedback? Message coming in, sir. Hailing frequencies. Open. See, we are getting to know each other. And on 
the Stove Forum, we have some feedback from Roach, who says he enjoyed the show as always. Now on to more important matters. Which one of you is unlucky at gambling? I'm getting a poker game up to raise money for a KDF Starbase. Mm-hmm. Human play, dumb jot. Ha 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 And Siamese says, oh, well, he fans himself and fawns over Mark. Welcome back. I still want you to read to me from my old phone book. That voice could almost encourage me to buy Zen. Almost. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. <laughs> Mostly. And coming from our PriorityOnePodcast.com site, we have Am Wolf sending us excellent show all. They can add anything they want to the lockbox. A ripoff is still a ripoff. They want to sell things, then sell them. This is not this, <laughs> not this lottery nonsense. Well, not everybody likes them. Like we said, you know, no matter what, there's going to be people, people that love them. There's going to be people that hate them. There's going to be people right in the middle. But at least they are trying to give something worthwhile. So yeah. you're never going to make everybody happy. But <laughs> moving on, uh, Elkanar says, Great episode, Captains. Don't forget the Tholian lockbox has a much lower drop rate than previous lockboxes, so it isn't cluttering up the inventories and the battlefields as much as awesome. previous lockboxes were. Yes, that is very awesome. Yeah. This is definitely a good change, though I'd like to see it removed from the loot tables entirely. I think, I think, yeah. I, I mean, nobody wants to see it on the loot drops. I, there's just, I just want a separate place where you can go and gamble from, like Ferenginar or something where you can. Right. Just seriously, go. go play Dabo and exactly. and get lot. Yeah. Well, yeah, I do like awesome. it though, because that was one of the big problems I had was that they were everywhere in like all these events I was doing, and it was getting in the way of the mission, and it was really annoying. And now I only see maybe two. It's about approximately it's, two. It's like the biggest running joke and like and almost like a slap in the face when like you're doing, you know, Cure Space Elite for the one millionth time trying to get your engine, which I still mm-hmm. don't have after running like <laughs> hundreds and wow. hundreds and I'm probably into the thousands of these by now, you know, and then so you're like, everyone's like, did you get it? Did you get it? And you're like, no, but I got a mockbox, you know, and it's just <laughs> like... <laughs> It's, it's just like a, it's like insult to injury, you know what I mean? Right. Just, just I, I like I like little games where you get a chance to get something or not. If I had the money, I totally would do it. And I've got a bunch of lockboxes because, like I said, I can't help but pick them up and, and just kind of look at them and wish that I had the money to unlock them because I like surprises, but I don't like lockboxes everywhere, especially if I can't afford them. And more so, even if I could afford them, there were way too many happening in those, those STFs mm-hmm. and yeah. flail froth. Oh okay. yeah, I'm there were just so many. There's just so many. You're just like, oh, I can't dismiss that yeah. fast enough, you know? Yeah, even if I wanted to to put the money in, I still didn't like their their drop rate. It was crazy. So it's it's way reduced. I love well, it. Well, and they're so big too. They take up a lot of screen space. <laughs> they really, you know. Do. So it's like, yeah. oh, I got to get to the Kang. Wait, that's a lockbox. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I see a board cube in the distance. Oh wait, <laughs> just another lockbox. There's a whole fleet of them. No, those are all lockboxes. <laughs> Oh, okay, thank God. I thought we were screwed there for a minute. (laughs) Well, Twitter, Twitter, Twitter. We are currently at 499 followers, people. 499. One puts us over to 500, which, you know, I'm I'm a... I'm a little bit compulsive about that stuff, so the the, the numbers are fun for me. Um, and we'd like to give TMI, a... TMI, TMI. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> okay, then. Uh, and we would like to give a shout-out to our newest Twitter followers, at NCODB, Bikini Bottom Armada, at STO underscore BB Armada, Cat Isidore, at Cat underscore Isidore, and James Cook, 
at James Cook CPP. Thanks so much for joining us on Twitter. We, uh, you know, we're not huge on Twitter, but we do uh, a lot of updates and throw retweets for uh, friends and cool stuff we find. So uh, hit us up. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at STO Priority One. You can also look up on our uh, website. We have our individual personal Twitters as well. I know a lot of people follow me just hear my different ship talk things and keep track of the progress of my Iron Man suit and all the different little goofy things that I do and put up every day. I think I've got about 130-something listeners uh, or followers, rather. Um, so if you are interested in, in any one of us in particular just for our personality or something like that that you, you happen to like listening to, you can look those up also. Moving over to our email, Sean Newboy, poor Elijah, he's never going to live down that $60 comment. Someone yes. give that sad panda a hug. Excellent show, everybody. We'll give him a hug in Vegas. No hug for you. Back in your cage. Go. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's just how I roll. <laughs> Chivalry Bean says, comment, I had some new thoughts on no win. And in agreement. I do... Elliot, are you alright? Did I just... Wow. Did I tickle the sad panda? No, go ahead. (laughs) Alright. I'm laughing because you said comment. You're right. I know that's what killed me too. You sounded like data. Comment. (laughs) Email. Comment. I had some new thoughts. Ah, uh, yes. All right. Moving on. Chivalry Bean goes on to his comments about the no-win scenario and says, I do agree that the first accolade should perhaps be easier to obtain. I can also see the frustrations of people who actually make a very effective being foiled by a mission. So it's not nice to know you aren't as good as you thought, and easy to blame the mission. Not saying that the best aren't the best, but maybe they need to try new strategies, or maybe they need more abilities. Al Rivera mentioned that the level cap not going any deeper, but perhaps it will eventually go wider, like level 50, ranks 1, 2, and 3, etc. Perhaps the no-win is this hard now, because we will have more options later. And we did have a thought along those lines. We did talk about that... um, Perhaps with all the new fleet ships that are more powerful and the fleet weapons and all the elite stuff coming, that's perhaps that's what those those missions are made for. Maybe you're going to have to have those top-of-the-line fleet ships and gear to uh, kind of finally make a dent in those. Um, anyway, continuing on, he says, um, I don't know if it was Al or if it was Brandflakes that mentioned on the podcast uh, that Starbases are uniform because they want to put content on them if we could use foundry whenever it works again uh to customize our base they could never put a mission on it he did say perhaps there would be a level that we could make however we wanted keep up the good work i really enjoyed the show and i look forward to listening to this every week p.s lock boxes are now common items win (laughs) (laughs) i gotta say he's got a point about the uh uh being i mean i haven't given it any deep thought let me just be honest but uh you know i loved the city of hero system where you could design your own base i mean setting up the storage shelves and and just you know all that the whole thing was a hilarious good time to me it'd it'd be great if we could do something like that even even if it's on just like one deck of our star base you know like deck 
47 is the uh the the deck where you know you can arrange it however you want that's the leisure deck it's the you know whatever whatever you want to call it training and uh and then and then we have the ability to move and set things up to our liking down there or crew quarters whatever yeah yeah and and, and i understand this point too about um you know um people being frustrated and you know it's easy to blame the mission and maybe try new strategies and stuff but um like i said i run with the best of the best in the game. There's just no arguing that hands down. I, I've never, you know, as a matter of fact, speaking of Brand Flakes, he ran with us yesterday. We, we took a, a group of us and we went and we did Cure Space Elite for um, some of us who hadn't gotten the engine yet. And, uh, and Brand Flakes came with us. And about halfway through, he asked us, why did we do this on regular? Didn't, shouldn't we, I thought we were going to do the Elite. And we told him that it was the Elite. Like he could, and he his mind was blown. He couldn't believe it. He says, "There's no way." He's like, "You guys are making this look so easy, like it's nothing." And I was like, "Well, that's that's always how we run it, you know." <laughs> like he couldn't believe. It. I was like, "Yeah, that's that's how we roll, son. This is SSOG, <laughs> you know what I'm saying?" Like so, um, you know, and it, it's it's. I mean, we really do have like the best players around, and and we have tried several different strategies and and turrets and all kinds of different tanking. I mean, we've really tried a lot of strategies, and what it really boils down to is those. Uh, Bioneural warheads. That's really what it boils down to. Mm. Those things should not be dropping at level five. Those things eat through shields like butter. I mean, ridiculous. There's not enough abilities in the world to keep up with them, especially as many that is, is that get dropped. Um, they're just they're dropping too soon. If you were to eliminate the bioneural warheads from level five, it would be totally passable. And that's what I suggest is I suggest to Cryptic that if they if they just want to make a simple change without really having to change a lot, is just push the Bionor Warheads to a later level, like wave eight, nine, whatever, somewhere around there. So maybe the last two or three levels you have to deal with Bionor Warheads to get the like the really classy, like top of the line titles. But like right at level five, that's kind of ridiculous. The best the best group I've heard of, and, and I can't confirm this because I didn't see it. I haven't seen any screenshots or videos to prove it. But the best I've heard of anybody doing from the elite groups that I know of is there's a group that got to wave 8. And that's rumor only. I have not seen, like I said, screenshots or videos to prove that. Usually when somebody does really good, they at least have one or the other. Um, but I have not seen anything to confirm that. That was just through the rumor mill that somebody got to level 8, wave 8. Um, and that's, I, I think that's... That's just, man, when the best of the best of the best of the best are only getting the wave eight, mm, you know, I could see him hanging up on wave nine and that last level being like just, just darn near, you know, just like impossible. Like it's going to take a little bit of luck even, you know, just good timing, a bad program day or something to win wave 10. But you should be able to get up to those levels when you're on that low. I don't know. Anyway, we, we've talked about this enough. Uh, so that wraps up our, uh, our feedback. And, um, wow, that, that kind of wraps up the show. I guess we're going to go into our closing. Hmm. Sad panda. Yeah. Mm. Oh, but that's, this is an awesome show. I enjoyed it. That's true. That's true. This was a lot of fun. <laughs> well, that wraps up episode 91. Don't forget to join us on live stream every Thursday evening around 5 p.m. PST. Check us out on Twitter via at StowPriority1 for showtimes. We've been getting some amazing feedback, and we play much better to a live audience. You'll have fun. And remember, for the week of the 5th, which is this week, if you're listening to our show post live stream, we will not be recording and publishing an episode and we'll be instead prepping for Vegas. But have no fear for you will get your fix aplenty when we instead release our very special second episode of our new show, Trek It Out, featuring the wonderful Walter Koenig. Woohoo! Yay! Nuclear vessels. 
That's right. I can't wait. <laughs> I won't make him say that on the show, people. I'm sorry. Don't do it. I won't. <laughs> no. I, I, no, I like from other interviews I've heard, like he really hates when people make him say that. So I, I'm not going to do it. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Keep an eye open for Alex Calder. What's Priority One Comics on our brand new website, www.priorityonepodcast.com and Facebook. While you eagerly await Arc 2 Adventures, be sure to catch up with the comics via our websites. We are looking for your suggestions and ideas for Blank of the Week and field notes and general show improvements and additions. You can submit your ideas and questions with our online form on the new Priority One website, www.priorityonepodcast.com, via email to incoming at priorityonepodcast.com, Facebook, or Twitter. We're on Facebook. That's right. Head on over to www.facebook.com slash PriorityOnePodcast and say, how you doing? We love you. We hate you. Change you. Do something. Leave us your comments. If you're heading out this August to Las Vegas for the Big Trek Convention, you can even meet us in person. You might regret it. (laughs) (laughs) To have your Foundry missions featured on the show, send in the name of your mission, a brief description, and your at handle to incoming at PriorityOnePodcast.com or use our online submission form at our new website, www.PriorityOnePodcast.com. We'll personally test out your mission and review it on the air. So hold on to your, your hats. If you've already submitted, we, we got them. We have a awesome list of Foundry missions that we cannot wait to play. So as soon as the Foundry is fixed, we're on it. And I saw that you've been uh, you've been in contact with uh, at least one, maybe two of the authors, and yeah. it looks like something something's happening here. So, yeah. plus, uh, yeah, Foundry being down, plus Vegas, Vegas, Vegas is kind of taking up, uh, and all these other little projects we're into right now. So, as soon as we get cleared after Vegas and the Foundry's back up, we're back on it, I guarantee. Plus, we have uh, Admiral interviews coming up. Uh, I've talked to at least one, and uh, uh, again after Vegas, uh, we'll we'll be getting right back into that. In the meantime, speaking of Vegas, donate, donate, donate. That's no, no, right. no, 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 no. We need Adrienne to say it in her Ferengi voice. Hmm? Oh, right. Yeah, oh, no. <laughs> oh, if, if you don't mind, Elliot, I can No, go for it, go for it. Okay, okay. And speaking of Vegas, donate, donate, donate. This show runs on a shoestring budget. With your help, we can make it a bootstrap. Head over to PriorityOnePodcast.com and click the donate button. Give us your gold press latinum today. Oh, that was awesome. I know. Donate, donate, <laughs> donate. Coming right. from a Ferengi. Awesome, right. huh? I know. I, I just I know, saw it and it hit wrong. me. It was like lightning. Yep. It was awesome. That's wrong. It would be like, give me your money <laughs> for free. <laughs> for free. No cost to me at all. <laughs> Severus says you remind him of a creepy doll. <laughs> We, we, we put our swag in a lockbox. We sell people. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> if, if you donate, you have the chance of winning priority lo- priority one lockbox with Elijah in it. <laughs> We're giving him away. <laughs> oh, wonderful. It's about the same odds as winning a bug ship. <laughs> Except you'll be the only one to get an Elijah. All right, getting back to the end of the show here. Let's see. We would like to thank our special guests in the live stream chat room. Thank you guys for joining us. As always, it's a pleasure. We love hearing from you and having you. Our executive producer, Elliot Tan, our production assistant and artist, Alex Calderwood, our audio engineer and host, Adrian Grady, the composer of our theme music, Chris Watts. Special thanks to our sponsors, Geek Nation Tours, our syndication partners, Subspace Radio, Trek Radio, and the Hollow Suite Magazine. 
And of course, everyone out there in the Stowe community, without you guys, none of this would be possible. It's true. Mm-hmm. Or very much fun for that reason. That's mm. true. It would be so lame if nobody cared. We're going to get cryptic to put Priority One t-shirts into lockboxes. <laughs> I'm going to see Klingons running around, uh, Klingon star bases wearing P1 shirts. Right. <laughs> I listen to P1, do you? <laughs> oh my gosh, Doug the Ferengi would actually buy a key. Wow. We found a way to get... One key bot. Dude, nice. see, we can we can go oh. in with Cryptic. It's an affiliate program. Right. <laughs> well, they'll sell P1 lockboxes. People will actually want to buy a lockbox for once. <laughs> with our luck, they'd probably be like, you don't rate a lockbox. We'll put it in the Lobby store. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> oh, Lobby's. That hurts. It's All right, guys. Take this. <laughs> yeah, it's just <laughs> it's One an Lobby. Orchard. Can you imagine if a P1 t-shirt in-game was like the most powerful armor you could have? <laughs> oh god. Oh my god. <laughs> We're gonna have to make that game, I think. That would be awesome. Well, guys, this has been an awesome episode. I had I had a ton of fun. This has been great. Me too. Red alert. Shields up. Ready weapons. Engage. Engage. Messing with live stream. Forgot I'm hosting this week. <laughs> it's the part that says Elliot. Oh God, got it. Sorry, I was looking for Elijah. Um, <laughs> Check us out on Twitter via at Stow Priority One for Stow Times. <laughs> Stow Times. <laughs> we. <Check laughs> <that. laughs> wow. Uh, Let's do it. Mostly. <laughs>